Welcome to Love You Most. I really hope that this episode is coming at the right time for someone. I feel like a lot of these things I needed someone to tell me whenever I was in my like, I don't know, teens and some even in my like um, early mid 20s because this episode is all about signs you might need to break up, but that isn't just in a like romantic relationship. It's signs you might need to also break up with like a friendship. And I just am going to share things that I feel like I've learned over the years that are things that were like, I guess, signs as to like why I should have like left a relationship or friendship that I didn't really pick up on. Now, all of these won't be like applicable to friendships, but I think almost all of them are. Um, But I wanted to make sure I didn't leave anything out because I feel like it's easy to think that you should stay with someone or continue to be friends with someone and you kind of miss the signs when you are in a friendship or relationship because I feel like we put that person so high on a pedestal that we can't really see the things that are like red flags and I don't know, I just hope that this helps someone. So we're going to get into that but also we are going to get into our little bookish chat and we will also have at the end of the episode a little q a section you guys asked so many good questions over on instagram i always leave the little like um what's it called not poll but like the question box up on instagram stories so that you guys can leave questions and i always answer every single one so i try to leave it up on monday so if you guys are wanting to leave questions for me to answer i will leave like a question box up on this monday and then i'll answer on like the following friday so usually i don't like wait super long to answer the questions i like them to be pretty fresh especially if you guys are needing advice and things like that so make sure you guys are going over there and make sure you guys are also following the love you most pod instagram and following the love you most pod tiktok i try to share like little sound bites and things from each episode and you guys can get some inspiration so yeah let's get into this episode and just uh talk about all the signs that you might need to break up and the first sign well i guess before we get into just like the episode, I do want to give like a little update. I feel like you guys have enjoyed the life updates. Um, first, this is not a life update, but it is a just update in general. I do want to have another bookish episode. I feel like you guys really enjoyed the last episode where we talked like all about books. And I think that that would be really fun to like do again. So um, yeah, leave all of your bookish questions as always, and I'll answer that in the Q&A section. But I'm going to like come up with some questions that I feel like you guys would maybe want to know um, based on like book genres or just like my interest in books. And in the future, I can't say it's going to be like the next episode or anything like that, but definitely in the future, we'll have another bookish episode. I feel like you guys really like that. And I really like talking about books. It kind of feels like a book club. Speaking of book club, I feel like I definitely want to start a book club in the future, but I would want the book club to be one where people actually meet in person. I do think it's fun to have book clubs online, but I think meeting in person would be even more fun. Now, I can't say when this is going to happen because honestly, my plate is full. I cannot do anything new at this like very moment, but I do think that it'd be really fun to have a book club and I could see myself doing something like that in the future. Um, I think it would be fun because I feel like we would be able to like make new friends. I mean, imagine like all of us getting together every single month, like once a month to talk about like a book that we all read and we're all just like similar types of people. Like if we're all here, like hanging out on this podcast or Instagram, TikTok or wherever, I feel like we're all kind of similar, you know, like we try to see the positive in things, like we're trying to grow, like, and, you know, just 
anyway, I think that would be fun. So let me know if you guys think that that would be something that you would enjoy. I feel like it would be a great way to make friends and something fun to do. Now, I do think picking out the books would be hard because I'm a pretty fast reader, but I am also the type where I want everyone to like the books that I recommend. And like, that's just not going to happen with a book club. Like you're, I'm going to be going in blind to a book. Like I'm not going to know what I'm reading whenever I like read it because I'm not going to read it before I recommend it. And usually I always read books before I recommend them to other people. So that would make me a little nervous, but we'll see. I can definitely see that happening in the future. And I think it would be something fun to do. Um, but yeah, I also have thought about creating on my, um, Instagram, like a little book club to talk more about the books and like chat about stuff there. Um, I don't know. I think that it would be fun in like my subscriber section on Instagram to have where you guys can hang out there and like we could talk more about books there. Uh, I just have a lot of ideas and I'm always like thinking of things that I can do, but then I'm just like, okay, do I actually have the capacity to do it? Let me know if you're that type of person. Like you create like all these ideas and like fun things that would be like cool to do. And then when it comes down to do it, it's like, I literally don't even have time to eat dinner. So I can't be the only one who's like that. But for a life update, there really hasn't been anything crazy that's been going on. I feel like I've been definitely trying to heal and I've been trying to like work through grief and that has been really hard. Um, but I feel like it's taught me a lot about myself and it's also made me see like the world in a different way. And I think that sometimes we can become jaded to just like life when hard things happen. So I'm trying really hard not to lose like my sense of like joy in how I like view the world and like view people and stuff. It's been definitely really hard to do that. But that's something that I'm working on. This will be my first Thanksgiving without my dad. So I'm definitely not excited for that. But we have like things in place that I think will make the holidays just like a little bit easier for us. We're all getting together and we're all like making a dish. And so I normally make a dish anyway, but I feel like having everyone else like make something and like come together and just like, I don't know, lean on each other will be really nice. So that's kind of what's going on. There isn't really anything too wild other than that. Um, I feel like there's always things that happen throughout the week and I literally forget them by the time that I like want to chat with you guys on this pod. So I'll start like writing things down or maybe I will. I don't know. I could literally forget by the time I get off of this little like mic, but I think it would be fun to like write things down throughout the week so I could like remember what I want to talk about. I will say I got this really cool PR package. If you guys are like following on YouTube or Instagram, you guys saw it and I shared it there, but it was a super cool package from Reese Witherspoon's book club. And it has been so cool, like working with these like book, like brands and stuff. Cause I don't know. I just, it's thinking back to like when I was younger and I loved reading and I didn't want to talk to my friends about reading because they didn't like reading and reading was kind of looked at in like a weird way. And I think a large part of that is because of like the media would like I don't know, movies and stuff kind of made like the reader girl, like the nerdy girl or like the one that no one wanted to hang out with. And I remember my friends at the time who honestly were not the best like friends, but I can't really like, I don't know, say too much about that because they were literally in like middle school. But um, I remember that they would like make fun of people for things like that. And so I never wanted to say like, I enjoy reading because I just didn't want to be like made fun of. So I always kept it to myself, but now it's kind of cool that I get to work with 
these like brands who like love books and stuff and I get to like share my love of books and like be so authentically myself and it's just really cool. So that's a reminder to you. Like if there's something that you enjoy, whether it's like, I don't know, anime or knitting or something that maybe someone else thinks is like different or quirky or whatever, who cares? Because if it's something that you enjoy, keep doing it because there's someone out there who probably also enjoys it too. So let's get into this episode. We've talked for long enough. Hope you guys enjoyed the little like chats before the actual like chat. But the first sign that you might need to break up is that you have to remind yourself why you should stay. Now, I actually shared this little like, I don't know, I don't want to say questions, but like I shared all of these little things like that have helped me to like learn over time, like the signs you need to break up. I shared it over on Instagram and I always share on Instagram, like my personal Instagram, not like the Love You Most Pod. I end up sharing on the Love You Most Pod Instagram later, but I always share on my Instagram first. So a lot of these might actually be very familiar to you if you like scroll down my feed. But I remember sharing the like little carousel over there with all of these little like tips and stuff. And I remember someone said, well, like I don't really know half the time what I want. And in my teens, especially like I went back and forth. So just because I was like reminding myself why I should stay, it doesn't mean that they're like a bad partner. And I don't know. I feel like when you know that they're a good friend or a good like partner, you know, like there isn't really like, um, I don't know. There isn't really a like, doubt in your mind that they're like who you should be with or the friend that you should like be friends with. And I do think if you're having doubts, like it doesn't mean they're a bad person, but I do think that if you're having doubts about that friendship or like being with that person as a partner, I do think maybe they're not the right fit. And I think it's easy for us to be like, well, we're indecisive about a lot of things. Like, you know, I don't know what I want for dinner. I don't know where I want to go for vacation or I don't know X, Y, and Z. So like, why is it abnormal to be indecisive about a partner or friendship? But I think like humans are different. It's not like you're, you know, spending your entire life eating pizza for every single meal. Like you're changing things up. And so it's normal to be indecisive about things like that, like what you want for dinner or where you want to go for vacation. But with a partner or like a friendship, they're around for the long haul and they're influencing you for the long haul. And I feel like if you're doubting that, then that's a good sign that like, maybe there's nothing wrong with them. Like maybe they're not even like a bad friend or a bad partner. Maybe they're just genuinely not a good fit for you. And they're meant to be with someone else or someone else's friend or whatever. So I don't know. I really challenge you to think deeply, especially about that one, because I think sometimes it's easy for us to overlook that little thing because it just feels so small. Like, well, you know, I do have some doubts, but I have doubts about a lot of things. So, you know, I'll just like not really worry about this too much. But I do think that that is kind of a red flag. And if you're feeling that way with whether it's with a friendship or with a partner, then definitely think deeply about that. Not saying that you need to like break up with that friend or person, but definitely think really hard about it. I will say that there have been times in my life where I went through seasons with friends where sometimes I'll be like, ah, like, I don't know if this is a good fit of like a friendship for me. And then I'll see how they will grow as a person or I'll grow or whatever. And then we kind of come back to being a better fit. So again, I do think that that's something to think about, not necessarily something that you have to be like, we need to break up right now. But I think it can be a sign that like, maybe that isn't the right 
person or like friend, partner, whatever for you. And another sign that you might need to break up is that they're never accountable and always shift the blame to you. And this one is one that I think can easily be overlooked if you are always shifting the blame to yourself, whether it's with like friendships or partners and like you just do that instinctively. So when someone else does it, you don't even recognize it. But I think when a partner is doing that, it's almost like more, I don't want to say more, but it's definitely something that's very detrimental to the relationship because as they continue to like not hold themselves accountable and always shifting blame on you, then you're always going to feel like you're walking on eggshells and you're going to do something wrong. And especially with a partner, I think when you're around a partner a lot and you feel like you're always doing something wrong, that's not a good feeling. I guess with friendships too, that's definitely not a good feeling either way. But if that person is going to constantly like do that and always going to be that way, even if you work through your own like insecurities with yourself and you're able to stop blaming yourself for things and you're able to like not always see yourself in a negative light, if that person's always seeing you that way, I feel like it puts you back in a cycle of like, oh, like I'm, you know, not a good friend or I'm not a good partner. Like I'm doing this, this and this wrong. And I think that we should be with people who help us grow and who like see us in a positive light. And are we perfect? Absolutely not. Like we all know the things that we don't like about ourselves. Like I think it's easy if someone were to say like, tell me five things that you don't like about yourself. I think it's way easier to say five or 10 things that we don't like about ourselves versus five or 10 things that we do like about ourselves. So I think it's really easy to like know what you need to work on. And it's also very easy to constantly blame yourself for things. And if you have a partner who's also doing that, I think that really just, it messes up your self-esteem because as you're trying to get out of those unhealthy cycles, they're gonna kind of put you back into that. So I think that is definitely a sign that you might need to break up. And again, I say this with all the passion and gumption I can, the like title of this episode is signs that you might need to break up. So don't like take everything that I say as like Bible and don't be like, oh, this is happening. Like I need to like break up with this friend or break up with this partner. You only know the relationship. Like you know the relationship better than I do. I do think that there are sometimes like things that could be I don't know that could play a factor in why someone might be doing or saying some of these things, but two truths are also like two truths can be like coexist at the same time. So maybe someone is going through something really hard. Maybe they're going through grief or they're going through just like a light, a huge life change. So maybe that's why they're more irritable or they're more likely to shift the blame on you or be angry with you or whatever. But just because that is happening in their life does not mean that you have to deal with that, like literally ever. So two truths can be valid. They could be going through hard things, but you could also recognize that like you don't want someone in your life who's going to constantly be shifting the blame on you or never be accountable for their own actions. So again, wanted to say that because I wanted to give like a good frame of reference because it's easy sometimes to listen to podcasts and things and be like, oh, that's happening in my life they got to go. But I do want you to think like very deeply about your own relationships because I don't know the ins and outs of them. Only you do. Another sign that you might need to break up is that the relationship isn't helping you grow. And I don't think that the person you're with, whether it's a friend or a partner, should be the person that's making you grow. Like You shouldn't be relying on that person 
for your growth. But I do think that the people we are around should inspire us to be better. Like I think about my husband who he's so like, he's literally perfect. Like I can't even, he's literally perfect. And I feel like being with him has made me so like, I don't know. So like, I want to be better. Like I always want to like, do better with like finances and i want to like be selfless in so many different ways that he is and i think that if you're with a friend or a partner and they're making you like feel the opposite where maybe you're picking up on like these bad habits that they have and they're not necessarily inspiring you and they're kind of like doing the opposite then maybe it's time for you to think like really hard about if that's like the person that should be in your life now, do I always think that our growth should come from those people in our lives? No, like I don't think that like Brady should be the one who's making me be a better person, but I do think that the people we're around should inspire us to want to be better. And then we do the work ourselves to be better, if that makes sense. And another sign that you might need to break up is that your relationship is one-sided. And I think that this is a big, big one with friendships but it's also like really important with partners. So with friendships, I feel like in the past, I had so many friends who I was always the one to text friends to get together, or I was always the one who would, I don't know, be reaching out and asking how they are. And I think I just like felt like that's how friendship was supposed to be. Like it was just supposed to be very one-sided where I was always there for them and they were just kind of like a fixture in my life, but they didn't really provide a ton of substance because I was always the one who was like supporting their dreams and supporting like them as a person. Now I have friendships that like they show up for me and I also show up for them and they ask me about my day and I ask them about their day and they ask how I'm growing and I ask how they're growing. And, you know, I feel like I didn't realize that friends like that are like they actually exist. But when I started getting better friends, I was like, dang, like I don't really like these other friends because now when I like hold them up to these other friendships and I look at like what I kind of like my expectations are so much higher and I'm looking at these new friendships in like a totally, I don't know, really like, um, I don't want to say inspiring, inspiring way, but they just make me want to be better. And sometimes like when I look at these newer friendships, I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like, man, I could be better as a friend. Whereas in the past, I feel like some of the friends I had, I always felt like there wasn't a ton of room for me to grow because I was basing my like view of friendship on the friends that I had. And I was like, well, I'm doing pretty good. Like I'm doing all these things for them. I'm showing up for them in all these ways. And they're not doing that for me, but you know, at least I am being a good friend on my end. And now I feel like the friends that I have, they go above and beyond for just like all aspects of being a friend. And they take time to hang out or talk or take time to have fun and like just make me feel like an important fixture in their their life in the same way that I do for them. And now sometimes I look at these friendships and I'm like, man, I can definitely do better. Like I kind of suck in a lot of areas and I've never felt that way until the last couple of years. And I think it was because I just have better friends now. So get friends or partners that make you feel like you, that inspire you to be better. And I can't think that kind of goes along with helping you grow, but it's just like a little bit different, but relationships too. I think that relationships can easily be one-sided where you're constantly like, 
you know, wanting to go on dates with your partner or wanting to do this, this, and that. And like, you're pulling teeth to get them to do the bare minimum. And that's not how it should be. You should be with someone who is excited to spoil you and love on you in the same way that you're excited to spoil and love on them. And another sign that you might need to break up is that you're dating them for the potential of who they might be in the future and not who they are right now. And a big thing that I saw, I don't know where I saw it, it maybe it was on TikTok or Instagram or something, I literally don't even remember, but I remember someone said, if the partner you're with or the friend you're with never changed, like if they literally say the exact same for the rest of their existence, would you want them in your life? And I think that's a big question because... In our head, even if we don't say it out loud, I feel like in our head, we always think, well, just give them a few years, like just wait until they get out of uh, college or just wait until they get this better job or wait till they have a little bit more money or more time or whatever. But I think that people will continue to be the people they are until they choose to grow. And sometimes that does come with money or it comes with time or it comes with, you know, just making life a little easier in some areas so that you can open up yourself to like be better in maybe like more emotionally like related areas, but sometimes it doesn't. Just because you have the ability to work on yourself doesn't mean that you will. And I feel like if you're looking at a friendship or a partner right now and you are not liking what you see or who you're with, I think you have to really think hard about like whether you should continue to have that friendship or relationship because they may never change and you cannot base like your relationship on a maybe because that means you're basing your future on a possibility that could literally never come so make sure that you're dating someone not just for the potential of who they might be in the future but who they are literally right now in this second and if you don't like who they are right now then that could easily be a sign that you might need to break up with that friend or let go of that partner and move to something different and another sign that you might need to break up is that the relationship is a large source of stress in your life. Now, I've had partners in the past. I think that this is big with friendship, but especially with partners who, well, friends too, but partners and friends who you see a lot, stress plays a huge part in our life and like the way that our day goes and the way that we view the world. And if someone in your life that you're constantly around is always stressing you out, I feel like it is so hard to enjoy your day, enjoy your week, because again, you're constantly walking on eggshells. You don't know if this person's going to get upset or whatever. So I have had partners in the past who literally stressed me out so much where I always felt, and the, I think a lot of these interconnect, but like I always felt like I was doing something wrong. They would never hold themselves accountable. They were always, you know, upset with X, Y, and Z. And it just made me feel like I needed to be perfect to try to make their mood like change and be like better. But it's not my responsibility to make them happy. And I think sometimes we feel like it is because we're their friend or we're their partner, but it is not your responsibility to bring joy into someone else's life. Now, yes, you should. Yes, you should make them happy, but it's not your responsibility. It's their responsibility to make themselves happy and bring joy into their own life, just like it's your responsibility to do the same for yourself. And so whenever I came to terms with that and realized like, okay, I shouldn't be expending all my energy to make this person like, I don't know, have the best day ever every single day. And I don't know, all these little things that 
I don't know, I felt like were important to do as a partner or as a friend. But the minute I stopped doing them, it was like their day was like just not a good one because they were not able to see the bright side of things or they were not able to bring joy in their own life. And so it put a lot of responsibility on me to like make their life better. And yes, as a partner and in a friendship, you should try to do those things, but it's not your responsibility. That's a big difference. So that I think is something that I wish someone had told me, especially in my like teens, whenever I was like dating and also in my mid 20s, whenever I was like going through all these friendship changes. And another sign that you might need to break up is that you think about breaking up all the time. This is a huge sign. And I think it's a huge sign that a lot of the time we like overlook. Like if you're looking at a friendship and you're like, ah, I just don't want to hang out with them. Like I hate when they text me and like, I just don't want to see them. And like, they always put me in a bad mood and they're always, you know, just, I don't know, whatever. They're not a good fit for you. Why are you still hanging out with them and same with a partner? Like I, you know, sometimes when you shouldn't be in a relationship or when you shouldn't be in a friendship. And I think sometimes we just drag it on because we don't want to tell that person like, Hey, maybe this isn't a good fit. Or we don't want to like cause any more stress in our lives. And it's kind of awkward too. But if you think about like ending that friendship or ending that relationship often, it is time to let that person go. And I want to say might, because you know what, we're going to, we're going to say it might be time to let that person go. Because again, I do not know you guys' relationships. So I think that these are really big decisions, but you have to think about them for yourself and decide for yourself. And the last sign that you might need to break up is that you can't communicate with each other. And this is a huge one because communication is key in any relationship or friendship. And without it, honestly, those are like the, that's like the foundation, like the bones of a relationship. And if you don't even have that, like if every time you try to communicate with your partner or your friend and it ends up in a screaming match or it ends up with someone frustrated or whatever, like that's not a good sign. Like you should be able to talk about good and bad things, hard and easy things with your partners or with your friendships. And if you can't, then that's definitely a sign that you need to flex that communication muscle and just maybe work on that area. So let's get into the little Q and A segment. You guys asked so many good questions. Before that, I don't really have like a ton to add to the bookish like section. Um, the only thing that I can really think about right now is that. I am really excited for the new year because there's so many new releases coming out and granted I have so many books, so I really don't need to buy any more, but there's so many new releases coming out that I feel like it's made me so inspired to read more. And I really, really, really want to get to a point where I read 20 books in a month. It's never happened before, but it, it might, you never know. I think last month I read, I want to say like 12 books or 10 books or something like that. And then every month before that has either been 19 books or 16 books or like 17 books. And the biggest thing that helps me read is you guys know, I wake up at 5am or 6am to read depending on like my mood or whatever. And I try to do that each day if I can during the week does not always happen, but I really try to, and that's really helped so much. But the fact that there's new releases coming out like left and right has really inspired me to continue to read more. But let me know in the like DMs over on Love Me Most Pod Instagram if you guys want a podcast like episode just all about um, like books. I'd love to do another one. I already did one and it was super fun. So I think it'd be really cool to do another one. But let's get into the Q&A segment and just go through some of the questions you guys asked. 
one of the questions was, what is your current favorite book? And I think if I had to pick like a favorite book, it would probably be either Before I Let Go by Kennedy Ryan or Love and Other Words by Christina Lauren. Love and Other Words is just a cozy read that like makes me really happy and it's very fluffy and easy. Before I Let Go is like heart-wrenching, will make you cry. Like, so it really depends on the mood that I'm in, but I love both of those. And those are always the romances that I recommend to people if they're like looking for something new to read, like in the romance genre. Another question that you guys asked was, how do you find all your unique, your unique and diverse reads? Also, your recs are bomb. Thank you. I really work hard to find like diverse reads. It is very, 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 very hard to find them. So I have to dig so much. But I think the biggest thing that helps me is on Goodreads. If you go to like the search section, you can actually search based on genre and then you can like dive even deeper in the search. And I can actually pick like books by like black authors. I think it says books by black, by African-American authors, but you can search that way. And so usually I'll scroll through and then I'll look at all the different books um, and their rating. And that's kind of how I find a lot of my books. But thank you. I really work really like hard to find diverse reads because there's so many good books out there that people aren't talking about that I feel like people should. And they just haven't been given a little or enough love. And I try to be the person that can do that. Another question you guys asked was, have you ever thought about living somewhere else? And the answer is yes. There was one point when Brady and I were like, we had just finished living in Kirksville and we were trying to move to another city, like away from the college town that we went to. And we were trying to figure out like where we wanted to go. And we thought about moving to like Texas and other like warmer areas. And we decided to move to this area because we'd be closer to family. At the time, I was kind of kicking my feet. Like I was not excited to move to like a smaller town where I grew up. And I was just like, I want to spread my wings and like move other places and like try new things. Now, since I've moved back to this area, I have not thought about moving once. Literally, I love it here so much. But I think the biggest thing that's helped me not have this like feeling where I need to move is that I realized that joy can be found anywhere and that any city you go to any city you go to you like there you are i don't know if you've heard that quote before it's like wherever you go there you are like your healing journey is not going to get better based on like a city you live in it can get better based on like your circumstances like maybe if you're in a bad job or you're around a group of friends that like you shouldn't be with but all of those factors don't really change based on like where you move because maybe you have friends that aren't like the best where you live right now but maybe you move to a new city and you like fall into the same type of crowd and i think sometimes it's easier for us to be like you know what life isn't going our way i should move to a new city i should get a new job i could like experience life differently but then you're going to constantly be moving because every year that you get to maybe a year mark or a two year mark and that city isn't fun or exciting anymore, you're going to want to find that feeling that you had when you moved and you're going to want to get it again and again and again. And so I've really tried to find the joy in where I am and find the joy in simplicity and in just like regular everyday life. And it has made life so, so much better. I remember growing up here thinking like, I hate this town. I can't wait till I move. Like it's the worst. But now when I look back on my life, 
I was in a terrible relationship. I had friendships that I didn't trust and people in my life who I don't think were like a good connection for me to like even be with. I also was working at a job that I hated. I wasn't doing anything by myself. I had no solo dates that I was going on. Literally, I was only hanging out with friends as like my relaxation time. So if friends couldn't hang out, which was often, I would just do nothing. And I feel like looking back on my life then in this town and looking at my life now in this town, it's so different. Like I work at a job that I love, but also there was a time when I worked at a job that I didn't like when we first moved back here and I was kind of like job hunting and it was really hard, but I still was finding ways to stay connected in the community. So I was going to like all these real little free things downtown. I was learning to do things on my own and have little solo dates. And I was trying to build new connections versus like connecting with people that I was friends with in high school or middle school here. And I think that that perspective has just shifted my life so much because I don't feel like I need to run away and travel all the time or move to a new city or like make new friends and like do all these new things to like make my life feel like more exciting. I've learned to find the joy in just like, I don't know, the, the mundane things and it has made all the difference. So have I ever thought about like living somewhere else? Not since we moved back here, but whenever we were living in Kirksville and obviously like shopping for like a new place to live. I did think about like not moving back here at that point, but since I've moved back here, I haven't because I've really found the joy in the mundane. Another question that you guys asked was, is it worth it to stay friends with someone you have feelings for? And that's a hard, hard question because only you can really decide like if it's worth it. Like if it's a little crush and Maybe it's someone that has been in your life for years and years and you just like randomly started having a little crush on this person. That's one thing. But if you've been like, I don't know, in love with this person for 10 years and you've been friends with them maybe your entire life and they like know how you feel and they like don't reciprocate those feelings and that could be really, really hard. So I think you have to weigh the pros and cons. Like when you look at your relationship with this person, like, what are you getting out of it? And what is it like taking from you? Like, how are you feeling when you're around them? Um, how is that person like bettering your life? But also, how is that person making your life a little bit harder? And obviously, one of those things would probably be that you're feeling some type of way about them, and maybe they're not reciprocating it. So maybe you're seeing them in other relationships with other people, or you're feeling like you can't be fully truthful with them because you have these feelings. Like, obviously, those aren't like, great positive things. So you have to really weigh like your options and like weigh like your feelings with that relationship and whether it's worth it or not. I feel like I can't really decide that for you because if I were to look at a relationship like that and let's say I had like a crush on someone or something and they didn't reciprocate it, I think the first thing that I would do if it's been like a long-standing crush or maybe like you've fallen deeply in love with them, I would share how I feel with them because I feel like even if it's a hard conversation with whatever friendship, partner, whatever, like I think that it's very important to be honest. I've actually had, and this is kind of a little off topic, but it's like the same wavelength. I've had very hard conversations with friends in the past that felt super uncomfortable, but it was how I felt. And I've had friends who I like really, really trusted 
hear the information and say, okay, I can understand how you feel that way. This is my perspective. I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. And like, we've been able to move on. And even though it was a hard conversation, it actually made me feel better to open up myself to that person and share how I felt. Now, if you've already shared how you feel and you just know that that person like doesn't feel the same way, then that could be years and years of like, I don't know, just a lot of pain. And I think that's something you just have to really decide for yourself if it's worth it or not. But I can't tell you like the answer to that, but I feel like deep down, you probably really know like what is best for you. And I think sometimes we don't want to acknowledge what's best for us because sometimes it's like a hard thing and it's a hard decision or it's a hard choice. And it's easier to do like, I don't know what's right in front of us sometimes. So I don't know, I can't decide for you, but really think about like what, what is making you happy or what would make you happiest. And the last question that you guys asked was, have you ever started reading a book and lost interest in it? What do you do? I've actually never DNF'd a book, which like if you're in not in the bookish world, you might not know what those acronyms are, but it means like did not finish or do not finish. And I've never DNF'd a book because I always feel like there comes a point in a book, usually the first hundred pages where it's pretty boring for most books. Not always. Sometimes like books will grab you immediately and just like pull you in, but it takes a while, kind of like a movie. Like when you first start a movie, it's very rare that you are like super obsessed with the characters. Usually it takes like a little while to like get to know the characters, to love the characters, to care about the characters. So usually the first like, I don't know, hundred pages for me are always kind of like, eh, they're okay. But then after I get into that, if I'm past 100 pages and it's 300 page book, if I'm at 150 pages, like we're, we're, we're finishing this book. So it's very rare that I will start a book and not finish it. But I will say, actually, I don't even want to say rare it. I've literally never started a book and not finished it. I always finish books that I start, but I will say that I also only pick out books that I think I will enjoy. I very rarely take recommendations from other people and the only time I take recommendations from people is if we like like similar books or have like a similar taste in books. I've had so many people say, oh my gosh, you have to read this book. It's so good. And I'll be like, what's the book about? And they'll tell me, I'm like, yeah, you know nothing about my taste in books because this does not look interesting at all to me. But I think a lot of people recommend books that they would enjoy. And so they're not really thinking about like what you would enjoy or like your interests. Like for example, I recommend books to my friend Alex. If you guys have followed on um, BookTube, you guys know, like my friend and I, we bookshop all the time. We just have so much fun. She recently got into reading. And so I've kind of been the person that she goes to for recommendations, but I'm learning what her taste is. And her taste is different than mine in some books. So first she thought she wouldn't like spice. And now she really enjoys spice in books. And I am kind of like neither here nor there. Like sometimes I enjoy spice, sometimes I don't, but it can't be too heavy. Whereas she is like, oh yeah, like give me the spice. If it's heavy, like that's fine. And we have just different tastes in books in that way, but there's nothing wrong with either of our tastes. But now that I have like a better view of what she enjoys, I will seek out books that have like the things that she wants in books versus me. She also loves a really like heart-wrenching story, which I also enjoy too, but I also enjoy happy, fluffy, easy books that like kind of mindless, like, you know, the giving Hallmark vibes. Like, you know, when you watch Hallmark movies and whenever you finish like watching a Hallmark movie, you're just like, huh, that 
that's kind of similar to like 50 other Hallmark movies I've watched in the past. Like, but it was fun. It was enjoyable. I love books like that. Like it could be a similar trope, just fluffy, happy, nothing crazy happens. Like it's not going to make me cry. I enjoy books like that. Absolutely love them. She isn't a huge fan of those. She loves books that are really heart-wrenching, that really like make you cry and emotional. And so I always think about like what she likes whenever I share Rex with her. And I think that when you're reading books that are based on things that you enjoy, you won't want to put it down because it's like something that you love. Whereas I feel like when we get into a like bad cycle is when we're constantly picking up recommendations from other people from books that they love, but they're not books that we really love. So I don't know. I think that that for me has really helped me to never DNF a book. I have some books on my bookshelf that I was like, ah, I don't know if I'll like, like I recently read Fourth Wing, really enjoyed it. But the thing that put me over the top that made me read it was not the recommendations from Friendships. It was the writing in the book. There was a lot of dialogue. And I knew if there's a lot of dialogue in a book, I'll probably enjoy it versus like, I haven't read like Akatar because there's not a lot of dialogue in there. It's a long series. It could be a good book. I could enjoy it, but I'm not going to take that chance because I have so many books on my bookshelf that I know I'll love versus like a possibility of a book I'll love. So I don't know. I hope that helps a little bit, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm going to share another bookish episode in the future because I feel like you guys loved it so much. And I always end up talking so much about books like it's a freaking book club here, even though it's not. So yeah, I love you most more than anyone you know. Well, maybe not, but I do love you a lot. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys.